Hello everybody and welcome back to Film Nerd Tower. Why did you freeze? Space in between. Oh. Alright everybody. So today, well, today is a special day. It's actually my birthday. Happy birthday to me. So <clears throat> for... make it always bad, yeah. We have to. It's my birthday. I get whatever I want for my birthday. <laughs> so well, today we got one special pick, which is going to be, uh, as you read from the title, A Quiet Place by John Krasinski, who actually directed and starred in this. It ended up being one of my favorite movies. I had the honor of getting to see it in theaters, which was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, by the name, this movie is basically like the definition of a modern silent film, almost. Yeah. I would say. Well, we haven't. We need to. We need to do something first. Which oh, is yes. Talk about one thing, which is very important, which is the fact that you're Noah Sweeto. And he is Nathaniel Shoemaker. And this is Film Rizzo. Yeah. So, with our introductions out of the way, as we were so unkind. Yeah, well, yeah, our bad. It um, totally didn't have anything to do with the guy who was leading the show. But I'm saying that because it's your birthday. It's definitely not your fault. Eh. Right now it's your fault. Sure. But, you know, for, this was your first time seeing this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of it offhand? I enjoyed it. It's very creative. I know that's like a very, like, you know, like <laughs> just offhand, like, easy answer but it is i don't think there's really a definitive way to say what a quiet place really is without giving it away it really is one of those films that uh you really have a deep appreciation for because it's Mm -hmm. it takes everything that makes horror horror yeah and kind of flips it on its head and creates an atmosphere and tension and is one of the few films that can add tension i'd say with its music um even without its music i would say that just the silence how how john directed it is almost the equivalent of uh alfred hitchcock's kind of like psycho it does what the music does in psycho but without it exactly so if you guys want a great movie yeah and you want to watch it right now because we're going to talk about it at length which you you need you definitely need to watch this film before you listen to this because it really is one of those that you really experience, need to experience it for, for yourself. yourself. Yes. Yes. Um, Why are we both saying things at the same time? Right now, you can go on with a premium subscription on Hulu or Sling TV and watch it, or you can rent it from two ninety nine from YouTube, Vudu, Google Play, Movies and TV, uh, which I believe is now Google TV. Is it and then, okay. yeah, Amazon Prime Video, and then for three ninety nine from Apple TV Plus. Don't know why it's always more expensive. It's Apple. Yeah, but nonetheless, these other ones, it's a very cheap price if you don't have the premium, and it truly is great. And it, it might end up eventually being on Paramount Plus. Maybe since CBS All Access now has officially done all their Paramount stuff. Because that is the company that mm-hmm. produced this. So. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. And this movie is actually fair, fairly short. It's actually the very... An hour and a half. A minute over its... Yeah, the standard time of any other pretty American yeah. horror movie. I get and, the feeling like John Krasinski just... He had an idea, made a movie, and didn't really like think about like padding or... Which... You know, I don't think the story was even by him originally. It was uh, by Brian Woods and Scott Beck, and they came to him, and he helped write it. Yeah. And I think... Uh, did he not direct? I thought he did. No, he directed. Yeah. He directed. He didn't write the original screenplay, though, is what I'm okay. saying. I believe he came in later for that. So his name is Lee in the movie. Even though his name is never said. No character's yes. name is never said. No character's name is ever said. Um, officially, the clan that is out there is uh, Lee Abbott, the dad, who's played by John Krasinski. Emily uh, Blunt, uh, his wife, real life, and in the movie. Surprisingly, she wasn't the first to pop up in uh, 
Because I can actually can't find her on here. What the heck? That's weird. That is weird. It just has Emily Blunt, but it doesn't say who she played. I forgot her name. Um, you have uh, Millicent Simmons, uh, who plays the deaf daughter, Reagan Abbott, which, interesting fact about her, in real life, she is actually deaf, which is really, really cool. Good casting. Um, <laughs> and I believe that was actually Krasinski's choice, if I remember right. Yeah, it fits um, the bill. Personally. Well, I don't. I think they wrote that in. They ended up writing that in, and... From what John was saying on like some of the talk shows and stuff is the way they made this movie because him and Emily Blunt are married in real life, so but none of their none of their kids in real life are in this movie and I believe they have. I want to say, I want to say, Sorry, they have boring like you. Two or three daughters, I think. I think so. Let me. Yeah, if you want to double check that, but. <clears throat> Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. And Two daughters, I, Violet and Hazel. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So very cool. And then we have Noah Jupe, who is uh, Marcus Abbott. And then we had the youngest member, uh, who was played by Kid or Cade Woodrow, which was uh, Bo Abbott. Bo Abbott. Yep. And then uh, I don't know why. Man in the woods. We don't really need to. Yeah, there's two other characters in here. For the most part, we Old have... Old man's our... dead wife. That's really... Yeah. <laughs> Which I find funny that that's how they, exactly how they put it for the credits, but they can't even give Emily Blunt's character's name. Yeah, that was weird, Google. <laughs> that was weird. Get your stuff together. Yeah. Um. But very, very, very amazing movie and very good casting mm-hmm. and diverseness on Krasinski's part for including... Uh, including somebody with that kind of disability. Now, uh, a lot of you probably, when this movie came out, because they both came out, I believe, in the same year, uh, uh, A Quiet Place and then Bird Box came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Bird Box was based off a novel, either that or it was The Silence. The Silence on Netflix, which is another Netflix original, uh, definitely focuses on being a novel adaptation, which I don't know if it's loosely based or not that is an hour and 30 minutes mm-hmm. too um <sighs> sorry um emily blunt's character is evelyn abbott evelyn abbott okay um the silence i want to say was they use they use american sign language in that too but this came out in 2019 so they were still trying to follow the success a bird box in that craze and they failed epically the silence uh yeah yeah as uh i don't go off imdb or metacritic or robert ebert roger ebert um yeah and i i mean because you know like i saw a review from them the other day on a on something that was supposed to be just a dumb it was meant to be dumb and they're like there's a lack of this and i was like yeah no shit yeah it's an indie film saying things honestly Mm -hmm. and it's like I mean, yeah, it's got Stanley Tucci, but still. You know. Well, I wasn't even referring to The Silence. I I, I was just talking about another movie, so... Oh, okay. Uh, Roger Ebert, I don't yeah, I don't, take I don't, shit from I don't enjoy it when reviewers... They, they cite lack of originality. I'm sorry. There is no originality. The last original thing that was made was Fire. Everything else has just been derivative. <laughs> That's just I mean, how I see it. I argue that A Quiet Place is you know an original concept yeah but the but like, the idea ideas is in no it. yeah the idea has already been done that's from novels mm-hmm. and stuff too everything's uh, been done the yeah. silence currently sits at 29 percent uh and rotten tomatoes with 35 critic reviews and 25 percent with over 250 audience ratings so as you can see that there's nothing compared and it really did you- seem that netflix was trying to keep up yeah. with that craze with bird box do you think the issue maybe is that like it's so similar to quiet place and quiet place just did it better quiet place did it better and it's the it's it's the original concept it was very well done yeah and what happens with these types of movies that i think like the reason that a quiet place worked so well is because it was one of the first of its kind it was original and you know, I'm not scared of horror films. We know that. Because mm-hmm. you're I, dead inside. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I am. You're dead on the inside. I'm dead on the outside. So, it never bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um. Yeah, so I, I, and the thing is that they leave the monsters ambiguous. You see the monsters. They don't. They're not given a name. They're they're not given a name in the movie, but they are referred to as Death Angels. Death Angels. That is their official name, Death Angels. That's awesome. Um, and I really do like the way that, um, the Death Angels are intimidating. Because one of the things that also made this movie work so well was the fact that the monsters that they had in this movie, they every time you saw them, there was another layer to them. You never just saw one layer of the monster. Mm-hmm. And when you did see the monster in full, it was from different angles, and it looked weirder and weirder with each angle. So it was like you never got a true sense of if they were all similar or all unique, you know? Mm-hmm. So that made it that much scarier. And the fact that there's nothing revealed at all about about any of these monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I love that. Um, with two, it looks like we're going to be getting a bit of an explanation of what's going to happen. Seems like alien invasion, by my guess. Well, Krasinski said he definitely, because people were asking, are they aliens? He said, they're definitely aliens. Cool. So I would love to see how, how they're going to play that. I wouldn't mind seeing a government trope for this in the mm-hmm. sense of doing it like uh, a Super 8 scenario, mm-hmm. which I know we haven't covered yet. Uh, so um, I won't spoil that for you guys here, but I wouldn't mind seeing kind of like a government kind of screwing up and then turning things against us like that what usually happens. Yeah, like an experimentation gun loose. Yeah, I personally... And what, what makes this also good is it, it it's the predatory instinct mm-hmm. you get the sense because you can think of this because as humans that's yeah. another thing the the second thing that makes this movie work so well is that these movies are very relatable mm-hmm. because the family each character is very relatable it feels like an american family yeah that has been through hell and back it makes sense why they would all know sign language so well already, because their oldest daughter is deaf. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one big thing that has played off in at the very beginning. Um, and you kind of get the sense, because it, 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 it's kind of like you don't really know what to expect with mm-hmm. this family. But uh, we start off, like, I want to say probably almost a year in. Uh, it's uh, on the first part? Yeah. It's 49, or 89 days. Is it 89? Yeah, so they're they're fairly into it. Something like that. So yeah, going ahead, spoilers for A Quiet Place. Watch the movie come back, or just don't care. Uh, Yeah, um, so we see them scavenging at a store, because they're in an apocalypse, basically. Yep. Um, and you've seen that their, their way of making their way around is by wearing no shoes and walking on sand and walking on sand systematically they have placed sand everywhere that they need to go what is off limits so it's kind of a stick to the trail scenario um but one of the other cool things that you see later in the movie is that they have literally sanded their house and in which that i mean they have literally put sand where the floor does not creak. They didn't put some... sand. It's it's um they painted where the floor doesn't creak. Oh, was it paint? Yeah, it was paint. Okay. Like light blue paint. Either way, I was impressed because I never really noticed that before. So this movie, I think, is one of those types of movies that because I was still noticing other stuff that I had not noticed through well, it. And this is one of my favorite movies. Um. Yeah, fun time. I can see why you picked it for your birthday movie. Yeah, and like I said, the acting in here, what Krasinski and Blunt were going for in terms of being real parents, and then really what they've said in interviews, really applying that to how would it work for their kids, Yeah, made this work so well. And I feel like that is like one of the things that you can't... Yeah, that's why I love it. It felt real. Like I felt like if those were his real kids out there, he would be like, I'm going to find them. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it feels like something you can't just replicate with a couple either. Mm, no, not at all. You can't just have two opposites. I think this was necessary to have two people who are in a family 
and know well, what it's like or, to be guardians. Yeah, yeah. At very least, understand the family dynamic. But the fact that they're actually in a family together really helps. And what I really think worked with that, too, is that they know each other. They've raised their children together, so they know they're on the same wavelength of yeah. parenting. Where it's like, I feel like when you take a survival scenario and you cast different actors, like, you know, like the stuff, for instance, they cast the two brothers. So you felt the brotherly love because they looked alike. Yeah. Same creepy, really, really blue eyes. Ooh. Um, So you don't, you get that feel. Um, All good? Yeah. Okay. Um, just trying to find my train of thought here. Uh, uh, casting people who are actually related helps. Yeah, because yeah, you you feel that family dynamic. It's not something yeah. that's synthetic because it, that's one of the hardest things to replicate. If it you, can be replicated, but it's very difficult. Yeah, I mean, if you like look on like the sets of Star Wars and you look at Mark and Carrie, mm -hmm. they feel like brother and sister. Yeah, I mean, every time not, you look at them, it's not revealed that they are until Episode Six, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah, which we're not going to go into all that. That's a whole other conversation in itself. Uh, but, you know, that's something that really works here, and it didn't take a lot of time. And I feel like the only time that it really works to have opposite parents is when you have the, the parents being two completely opposite characters. Um, this feels like a narrative. Like, it, it feels like you're a part of it. So one thing that I want to eventually maybe talk to you guys about, because I don't, I know that you haven't played them, and we can play through them sometime, is uh, the Man of Medan or uh, the Dark Anthology, Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. Uh, I think this is partially why these two go hand in hand for me, mm -hmm. and this is why I really like, and I get vibes too from the Death Angels of being like the Wendigo. Yeah, those are the monsters, by the way. What what really made Until Dawn work for me, even if it wasn't exactly scary, mm -hmm. at, but what really sent chills down my spine and made me enjoy it, yeah, was that the Wendigo was also a giant beast yeah. that you did not know because it wasn't your traditional Wendigo. It was not like a mm -hmm. deer, spirited kind of native yeah. animal build. Build it was a completely original concept which mimicked yeah uh scp 096 yeah um you guys can look that up if that's you really a, want to it's a and it's a creature we know about from minnesota as well because those are like those are our stories too like it's a very yeah. midwestern creature also i'd like to point out it won't have come out at this point but it will eventually uh we had a guest on and we tried to talk about that creature but do you remember that she pointed out to us saying their names, invoke them? You just did it like eight times. Not saying I believe in it. I'm just saying, if it is real. I, I feel like if you're going to say it, you have to mock it and you have to openly know No, it. I think I th she said just saying it. She said just saying it. So. Well, I'm black. I was going to die anyway first. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you play the race card like I play Pokemon cards. Hey, I get to. I'm a minority. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, no, but... And, yeah, for anyone who was offended by the joke I just made, it's fine. He's here. <laughs> exactly. He approves. Uh, but no, I, I like the fact that on top of having a realistic situation them all learning sign language, being a very relatable family, and doing things as a family. It does not seem synthetic at all. If, Because I know, like, I... It would be pathetic if it seemed synthetic. Well, I, I would say that if you... You could assume that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski would have adopted these children. Yeah. He knows how to be a dad. <laughs> You know, that was, like, the best part. Some of the most powerful moments yeah. came... I like... Yeah. I mean, I like how, even though the world is ending, their teenage daughter is still a moody teenager. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, but that's something that you need to have. Yes. 
because where do you go when you're growing up and you have no life? Yeah, when where, everything where, where, where is do you what do you do shit? when you have frustrations and you can't cry because if you do, you might be murdered? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that is some of the best things that I really, really loved as well. It's the they can't really just breathing a little yeah, too that, hard. That was that was his emphasis about the movie. Like, no one has a release. Yeah, so I mean, it, the stakes are high, and they're made in such a way that doesn't feel overbearing and doesn't seem unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Because while they do make some noises, the monsters won't always appear. Right. Now, one of the things that we get as they're walking back from the store, and they show how far that they've walked, and that they've now whether the barn, like the farm that they're on, is their homestead pre-invasion yeah. and apocalypse or if uh, they got it after if they got it after they've still found a way to walk themselves into town and make it their home yeah yeah and it's yeah so when they're in town at this little store the uh, youngest of them he picks up a little uh, a, a spaceship yeah. but that's his idea is that they're just gonna fly away from earth and they'll be fine and which he's four yeah so you already got to give the kid credit for for knowing how to be quiet Mm -hmm. but they give um the dad takes it away and takes out the batteries and then the daughter she gives him back the toy but she doesn't see the kid take the batteries and then the kid uses the toy with its sound and a monster kills him. This four-year-old. That's what we see before the opening title screen. And yeah. it's very much a thing of like... Whose fault is it? You know whose what I mean? Fault is it? Which, this... Is it the girl because she gave him back the toy? Is it the little boy because he grabbed the batteries? Is it the dad because he just left the batteries right there where the kid could reach it? You know what I mean? It's one of those things that you would hope that your kids are smart enough to know and you're already trying to be cautious. And like you said, he's four. And it... <laughs> And it really, but it really does set the mood that this movie is no bullshit. It is no. not going to be your cliche. No, and that it, is not a cheap move. Yeah. It is the same as, because, you know, and I and I know that's like something, because we've never really just had a straight up horror talk segment of the show, but that is something I think is very overplayed as a cheap shot. The two cheapest shots in the book for a horror, or three cheapest shots yeah. um, of the horror trope is jump scares. Which, this has a couple in taste. Yeah, yeah. In it's not taste. Like, like, jump scares are, is a reaction to... It's not a like being... Noise. It's not actually being scared. It's your body reacting to, to the To a noise. Yeah. Um, this has, like, one, but it's appropriately timed, not over loud. Yeah. Um, so, that is one thing that kills the whole trope. The second cheesy and, like, go for the gut that's stupid and really, really cheap is rape. There's nothing yeah. implicated with the rape. Can it we... doesn't make a good movie. I hate whenever we it's, talk about it, but yeah. It, it's stupid. It's cheap. It's disgusting. And people no who think that's what, that, that's what makes a good horror film, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That, that's three... not what makes a good movie. And three is killing children. Yeah. You can't just kill kids because you want to kill kids to go, ooh, well, that makes people uncomfortable. There's a large difference between being disturbed yes. and scared. This this, this movie did, had, did, with a... did what it needed to do and in the right way. Yeah. Watching... It wasn't like... like Because it, it was like that. Like no, we, it was... We know the kid died. We, don't, we barely even see any blood, and it's just... Bam! It, kid's yeah. dead. Kid's gone. He's but dead. Wh- it's not like they, like put him in a wood chipper and we heard him scream or some shit you know no and that is the realness of having a predator chasing after you mm-hmm. it's going to be quick now that is the cool thing or like one of the dynamics that i think makes reagan more relatable is because she's deaf in real life she's also feeding off of the other casts reactions mm-hmm. and so because she can't hear so when Bo, the little kid with the spaceship accidentally triggers the sound he didn't accidentally he pushed the button she doesn't notice yeah she doesn't notice until lee 
runs and past her and she sees her mom like hold her she, mouth shut. She basically drops the ground because she knows exactly what's about to happen. Lee is pretty sure that he knows what's about to happen because he knows, but it's that parent thing. You have to try. Right. You can't just not try to save your kid. Mm-hmm. And But you could see it on his eyes that he knows that it's probably over. Yeah. Uh, what was what was Blunt's character's name again? Um, I really want to establish the names. They're yeah. important. I'll find I'm just it. I'll find it. Uh, you know, but literally, like, like, like Nathaniel says, right as he gets there, just bam, right out of nowhere, he's like gone in a second. And then is that split and, second? And it doesn't even give us a frame of like gone to let us realize what happened. It just immediately title screen. Yeah, because that is that Evelyn. is Evelyn. Evelyn, yeah. Um, that is literally just how it is in nature. There is no, you get it's to breathe prolonged. and you get to relax. It's not, it's not prolonged. It is when you are hunted and when you are caught, it is over. It is done. You are what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and it's never explicitly shown or stated what these creatures do. <sighs> if they are just predatorial, if they're hunting for sport, my guess is because of the way the movie ends up going and the direction they turn is because they are, uh, and I know we're skipping ahead here, not going beat by beat, but I kind of really want to hit these main points because this is what makes the movie work. Yeah. Um, we learn that because, and, and this is going to be a weakness. You can already tell because anything kind of like the symbiote from Spider-Man, these creatures are very, very sensitive. I think almost more than the symbiotes to to uh sound high-pitched noises especially they 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 broke something made of glass and then a thing's there you know like it just it hears it and they can move very very quietly yeah because Um, it's because of how fast they move you know yeah which is essentially they've been given like dog legs and they run it, it, like a it's, gorilla well it's all it's legs but like they look like they, the legs look more like spikes like you yeah saw, depending on the angle and then sometimes they look more like hands ish you saw attack of the clones it looks like the the, the craboid monster thing yeah except they, they kind of curl a little bit more yeah and then like its face like splits apart yeah so what it has is it like has these plates and it's like their exterior armor. So their skin, we can assume, is impenetrable. At least from guns. From, well, for at least, if if not from guns completely, enough to hold out till enough can come in and wipe out whatever threat that they're facing. Right. Because they make it quite evident. Because, I mean, that is something, too. Like, you can't just shoot these creatures and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a silencer... Because a little pistol's not going to do anything. Uh, Unless you're, like, right there. Yeah, so that is another big thing that is important to note about these creatures. It's just, like, because we we also get a shot of, like, they expose, like, one of their eardrums. And, like, how's just how sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a heartbeat. You can literally see it pulsating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and vibrating constantly, so they hear like everything. Um, that was something that I kind of liked. It made them scarier, and I'm like, that's what I said. Uh, that's what made this these monsters work so well. Mm-hmm. On top of seeing their full appearance, because you never quite know. Uh, now I'm gonna take this back a little bit and go to Jeepers Creepers with the creeper. Mm-hmm. The creeper has that same kind of thing where it's got head mandibles. Yeah, and that is one of the coolest things about the creeper. When it's under stress, or when it expresses stress or anger, it'll flare open like a series of tenements uh, that are all webbed and connected by tenements. Like, is that the word? Tenements or tendons? Tendons. Tendons on it. Tenements is like a movie about rich people. <laughs> okay. That that movie is the Royal Tenenbaums, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, they're all connected around its face with like webbed skin. 
Yeah. And they all kind of move and it expresses how much stress it's under. That's it's real nasty. Like, it's real nasty. Yeah. And that's kind of how I got with these creatures, too, where it just looked. It looks like. You guys know how a window looks when it's cracked? Imagine that's your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Like it's just in segments and stuff. Or kind of like those, like, side mushroom fungus growing things. I mean, you do in your own time. I, I, I never was into mushrooms. Um, I never did mushrooms. <laughs> How dare you say I did mushrooms? No, that, I only smoke. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> it did remind me kind of like those little, like, mushroom sides on, like, trees, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the fungal. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, you think they got a good, they, they got a good indication by me saying yeah 40 times? <laughs> only a little bit. Okay. Um, one of the things I was listening to on the road the other day was kind of like these monsters that initially look different sorry, from their... I know I'm boring. You can yawn. It's fine. Uh, they originally looked different from the final form that we see them in the film. Most, so, most first drafts are very different. If you guys have seen Underwater, it was supposed to look more uh, humanoid and Lovecraftian style at first but the art director ended up changing it thinking that giving them a more predatorial form would look much much better yeah and that was the correct way to go um one of the reasons that you know i never really stated earlier that i really liked is that with these creatures as well um oh i lost my train of thought Where was I? You think I know? <laughs> Get it? Yeah, I'm looking at the original like first idea for the like CGI of it. They look very humanoid. Yeah, like, they look like they look like something you'd fight in Doom. Yeah, so that you see when you kind of look at that, they don't really look. Yeah, that that doesn't look scary. Yeah, it looks just odd. Yeah, and unsettling. Uh, so what? given, you know, that they changed the design, which I believe was the right way to go, it gave it more character and gave it more mysteriousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also unknown whether these creatures can, you communicate. know, communicate with each other, if they hunt in packs or if they're lone wolf type creatures. Yeah. And the other thing that, you know, is is sound, and I think that's a lot of why they're hunting. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, look at this. Look at this other early sketch. Originally, they apparently also had eyes, which kind of takes away from the whole. Yeah, which I'm glad they didn't go with eyes. Me too. Making them deaf was the perfect choice, and it's Ooh. almost ironic. Well, I mean, it is ironic compared to what happens at the end of the film. Yeah, and then they went to a stage where the ear was exposed the whole time. It's fascinating looking at early sketches. Sorry, but yeah. No, it truly, it truly is. Um, you see the process. I really uh, like the fact, though, that it seems like they're hunting because of their ears. And everything is just like a sensory overload. Like, if you watch Man of Steel, that's one of the things that really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that made that movie kind of work with that final battle is that Superman is used to... Oh, Superman is very used to being on Earth, so he's used yeah. to controlling his sensory deprivation. Whereas they are not. Whereas they are not, and that's the same thing with these creatures. If they could hear every little thing, I mean, you hear the ticking of like one of those old just wind, you know, turn the dial, make a couple of clicks timer, and set it on your stove. And, kitchen timer, egg yeah, timer. Yeah, kitchen timer, egg timer. And you, there's a scene where they show where these aliens are listening. and They hear it like it's a... Um, like it's right there. Th- yeah, like imagine that sound from a distance, but how you would hear it is like it's right next to you. Yeah, it's like right in your ear. And that was a cool CGI. Like, oh. This is the most... 
realistic looking CGI too I've seen uh, besides Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found your Christmas gift from me. See that that I didn't even know they had that. Yep. That's awesome. Ten dollars. <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm sorry. Did I make you lose your train of thought? I apologize. Maybe a little bit. I think I think uh, that's kind of where I was heading, though. I just like the idea that they're just in sensory overload, and that's partially why they're so vicious because they can't get away from everything. Yeah, yeah. And they like just... they, I like the idea that it's possible that they just want to be in peace, and maybe that's why they kill all these people. Yeah, they, I mean, and you gotta assume though too, if they are aliens and they are from a different planet. What is their homeworld like? Mm-hmm. And why is their biology very dependent on hearing so good? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very big question that I think needs to be asked, too. Mm-hmm. Are they really savages or are they just following their nature? Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah, who knows? Maybe on their planet they're civil it doesn't appearance wise doesn't quite look like that but maybe i'm wrong do you want to speak more on the monster a little bit or anything else or continue with uh breakdown a bit are you okay yeah okay well yeah so after the kid dies it jump it takes a bit of a day like cycle jump from like 489 days to no no just 89 days to like 425 it's it's, it's over like a year. year yeah and to which uh i want to say uh millicent <laughs> yeah uh reagan reagan and lee's relationship are very strained because I feel like they both feel responsible for uh, Bo's death. In their own ways. And they both feel like... They both think that each other blames each other, you know? Did I, did I, did that make any sense? Yeah, they, they feel like, you know, they're each to blame with their own respective actions for that day. Yeah. And I think it's really put she, a damper. She feels like he hates her because he thinks it's her fault. And, and he, he thinks, thinks she hates him because he feels like it's his fault. Yeah, they didn't make it there fast enough. And that, they both didn't take steps. They both kind of approved, in a sense. Yeah, they both suck. <laughs> for that. And, and, like, you know... I don't hold them super like responsible, responsible because I get it. That's got to be hard. You're you're trying to, you know, essentially raise a family in an apocalypse. How do you yeah. do that with little kids? How do you find a way to keep them entertained and keep them quiet? Yeah, which something that becomes kind of the new threat of the film uh, later on. Because she's pregnant, Emily Blunt's character, Evelyn. She's pregnant. Which, I know you asked, when did they have time to do that? Yeah, okay. So, we can all acknowledge um, making the sex, right? That's that's how the cool kids say it. You make noise, right? Well... How did they quietly have sex? To the point of impregnation. If I had to guess... Because one, one thing that we also get a look at is that the, for obvious reasons, the monsters stay away. The Death Angels stay away specifically from, like, waterfalls and water flow because they're naturally loud. And they can't attack that or stop that. Yeah, which is why, you know, if you're around something that's constantly loud, if you're just quiet or you make a, make a noise that's less loud than that, then you you, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they can't see you either. So, I mean, unless you're actively seeking one out or bump into one, right. you're not really going to have a problem. Um, so, 
that being said, I feel like there could have been a time because that's also got to be hard not having because your whole way of life is changed, mm-hmm. and that's the most affectionate thing usually between a couple. So it's kind of like they probably just had their time, and that led to an accident of having a kid. Yeah. Because I can't imagine a world where Lee and Evelyn were like, ooh, this is the perfect time to have a kid. Yeah. You know, a little human that cries all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, when they're trying to be quiet all the, all time. the time. Exactly. Exactly. It wouldn't have been my first idea. I'll give you that. Um, Keep it in your pants, Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. My gosh. Um, So that would be my guess. Um... There's a couple of safe spaces mm-hmm. throughout their property. The waterfall is safe to talk, and then we find out later that the, like, underneath the barn is somehow soundproof. Right? Yeah. Um, which they... Uh, Evelyn expresses later in the movie that she... That works, because she didn't think it was going to work. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, because when they, because we do see them have the baby in the movie, and when they do, the they um, it, when it starts to cry, they put like a little breathing. Uh, God, why can't I get to think of it? Not mask. It's like a, it it's for a oxygen. It is an oxygen mask. Nate, yeah. what's going on? Um, they put that onto the baby's mouth and then put it in a box <laughs> which seems cruel but there's a situation going on people <laughs> yeah and you could tell that they were preparing for this and they were thinking where exactly they need to be they were planning at least for nine months yeah for sure because i mean unless she's been pregnant for 12 months but that's like a yeah whole because other problem with itself. yeah because they you know they're just going around about their normal days. The dad is catching fish with this. He's teaching the son how to catch fish. And we find out that the reason he's more adamant to teach the son about all this stuff than the daughter, it doesn't have anything to do with him not liking her. It's because he wanted to show his son that you he can experience an outlet of yelling or sound or talking through, via the waterfall. And that's important, you know, because... You need an outlet for your emotions. I don't care who you are. You need to scream it sometimes, you know? It's healthy. Yeah, and without having that, uh, especially in their situation, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, God. It must be so difficult to not have this kind of, like, outlet, especially for over a year. You know? You need to let out emotions. Yeah, which I think... I want to say that's partially why he took his son, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I, th- I feel like he feels responsible mm-hmm. for his son more. And he also doesn't want to put Reagan in any more danger than she probably would be. Right. Right. Because um, she's, you know, she's she's deaf. So to an extent, it's already a very dangerous world. She's also not emotionally stable enough to handle it. No, no, we see that later when she, like, just, she cries. She just But I mean, that's not, that's not, like, it's not a bad thing to cry, that's not what I'm saying. It's just, like, she doesn't hold it in when, in, like, an area where you should. You know what I mean? Because there's still, she's not in, like, a place that's being buffered by sound. But she risks crying, you know? So she, she, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this, I don't like this road. (laughs) Yeah. Change routes. Left turn. Left turn. But very... Left turn. We're back. No. Um... <laughs> very, very big family relatable mm-hmm. things there. So that was really nice. That they added that kind of really family dynamic. Uh, when Lee does take America's Fishing on their... Uh, yeah, because they, they... Don't, they don't like get fishing poles and fish. They have like traps in the river to catch fish. Yeah, so they check the traps, and then on their way back... He takes them to the river. Yeah. Well, no, after he takes them to the river, and he's on his the way back... The waterfall, I mean. Or the waterfall, yeah. 
After that, when they start heading back home, that's where... They see the old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcus is kind of zoning out. Um, and bumps into Lee, who is staring at the man in the woods, who is looking down at his dead wife, who we can... Because it's PG-13, never really shows what happened, but we can assume... She has was... half a body. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can guess. And, um... He screams. Yeah. In anguish, obviously. Well, you could see in his face that he just wanted to get it over with. Because, I mean, the dude was old, and it's like, how do you... It's it's, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, that's someone who's been with you longer than you've, like, not been with them. So coping is probably not the easiest way. So just, like, he, he, he just wants to die, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm thinking of it too. Not a lot of people die in this film too. This is no. It's a short. It's a very small cast. Yeah. We got. Let me see. I'm sorry. Three. Three deaths. I'm sorry. That that just really hit me. That there really wasn't any major. Except me. Except for one death, there really wasn't any over the top major death. Of any characters at all. No. So that was kind of cool too. So they... Yeah. I want to say... During some time on their way back... Because uh, she's doing... Evelyn's doing laundry. And she doesn't notice that she like makes a nail cum jacket on the floorboard down to the stairs. And her water breaks. And down to the stairs where there's a tub is where she plans on... Having giving birth, so she steps on a nail, like a jagged out nail. You guys ever seen Home Alone? Yeah, that, that shit. But like, full foot down. So she drops some stuff, and then aliens come, and then she goes over to a switchboard and switches the lights so red lights come on, which I guess must be their code for danger. Yeah, which is nice, because uh, there's something to be said, too, about... They thought of way more stuff than I would have thought of. I'll give them that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, which I really liked the red aesthetic. That's something that's always been... visually appealing to me in movies. Yeah, red. red's a nice color. Having that and, I want to say, neon. Mm-hmm. Really, just does something for a scene. It really, when it's when it's done right. Um. Really, when it's done right, it brings a lot more value to your characters. Stuff pops. Stuff pops. Uh, that's something that Bloodshot did very well when they're having uh the fight scene. Oh, I having... haven't seen Bloodshot yet. Yeah, they have a fight. It's really good. Okay. Uh, there's like a the scene from the trailer. I've seen it. Where uh, a couple dudes punch him and he just goes basically upgrade on him. Yeah, I've seen the trailer where he just like, you know, just like grows everything back and like. Yeah, and the whole time his face looks awesome while they're doing it. So yeah. it's, we get a couple of shots of uh, Evelyn kind of in the red light. Not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Reagan has taken off to go be with, uh, Bay. She, yeah, or, Bo. Or, uh, Bo. Yeah, yeah. She like, she wants to sit at like where they put a little cross with his stuff, where where he died. So she's kind of just sitting there and lying there. And then what makes her come back? Is it the fireworks later on? Yeah, so when Lee and Marcus get back, Marcus is obviously in full panic attack mode. Mm-hmm. And to Lee basically comes down and says, hey, I believe you can do this. I need you to go light off the rockets. Mm-hmm. You I need mean, to help your mother. Yeah, you you got this. Yeah. Um. So with a little more confidence, Marcus runs off. And lights uh, the, quote, rockets. Which makes, like, big 4th of July fireworks. To which, they, like, they showed that they, like, every night they light, like, a little thing. 
on the roof of a bus or no on the roof of their silo their grain silo they light a fire and then there you see other lights so we know there's other people to which what the heck are they thinking when like the fireworks going are going off like what do you think what do you think those other people are what's going on yeah i don't <laughs> what know what is happening well because it seemed like that was one of the things that i kind of liked because it was kind of like a lord of the rings thing almost <laughs> what it's like it's a it's a it's a ball that goes up and then explodes, right? And this is what I think... You tell me if I'm wrong here, or maybe I'm on the right track. Because later on in the movie, they light that fire again, and no other lights come up. Do you think the fireworks scared people, they screamed, and were killed by the monsters? I think possibly. <laughs> okay. Or All our neighbors just died, guys. <laughs> Or they were all getting picked off one by one, because that was something I was always curious of. Because um, the kind of question that I also have in this movie, which, you know, becomes much more clear towards the end, is where are these people's journey taking them? Right. And where are they supposed to be going? Do they know anything besides what they saw in the beginning that might help them or Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. And we never talked about, you know, because the second one, where the second one picks up, it takes place right after the first one. We're assuming, we're assuming, the second one has not come out yet. Yeah. This video From the way the trailer's looking, it picks up almost probably exactly where it left off. I mean, the Emily Blunt, Evelyn and the kids are leaving. They're going somewhere else. So I don't know if it's like, maybe they ran out of food at some point. Maybe there was a, a drought or a famine. Or frost. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the other kind of thing, too. That's a, yeah, because that's something I'm wondering. What, does snow affect these things? You know? Well, I'd say general cold is a good good thing, too. Because um, they I are th- big. You know. And that, you know, there's a lot that you can do with this concept. Because snow is loud. Yeah. and it, Well, and, like, they look reptilian, right? You, they look cold-blooded creatures. Maybe, and this is just my thought, maybe when winter hits and snow hits, their bodies go into hibernation. So maybe during the winter, people can just walk around. And it's fine, you know? Maybe. This is more maybes. Yeah. Yeah. Where did we leave off in terms of plot, too? We were talking about how the fireworks set off. That's right. Because, uh, yeah, she screamed because she's in pain from the foot and giving birth. And she, like, hid in a tub. And when Lee shows up, he just he sees, like, the bloody tub. So he thinks that she was killed. And then she's in. The, it's revealed that she's hiding in the shower with the babe. Yeah, which is the one kind of jump scare, jump that jump scare, jump scare that with we the get. The bloody hand on the window. Yeah, that's about it. Which is not too bad. It was done in taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he takes her to the barn where it's soundproof, and the baby is, you know, put in a box so it like doesn't cry or scream. And he's like, "I'm gonna go find the kids because he went to light off fireworks, so he's probably going to the safe point." I have no idea where she is, but she's smart. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really, really like, too, with kind of that baby box... Um, yeah. Is... It, it's a very neat concept. Mm-hmm. Again, these are smart people. <laughs> yeah. They definitely and thought this through. You really have to give it to them, because that's the other thing that makes like these characters so much more relatable and stand out opposed to any other uh horror film family Mm -hmm. um most characters that you take in a series they like if you take any family and put them in an apocalypse scenario yeah they tend not to live very long no 
Because, you know, there's conflict of, like, living together and all that stuff. Well, also, they don't think. They don't plan no, accordingly. Yeah. They all want to... Here's the thing about humans with when faced with horrible situations. We panic because we're stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, I know for a fact that, like... Because, like, we don't... You've seen the first Jurassic Park, of course. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the first Jurassic Park, the main hunter guy, right before he gets eaten by the Velociraptor, goes, Clever girl. I'm sorry. Realistically, if there's a Velociraptor two inches from my face and I know I'm about to get eaten, this would be my reaction. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> or you're just gonna <laughs> kind of do what Randa did in... Uh, you're gonna do kind of like what Randa did in... What is it? Kong Skull Island. You're just going to kind of say, oh shit, and realize, yeah. man, it's the end. I yeah. tried. Yeah, yeah. Or like, um, in How I Met Your Mother, it was like, that patriotic guy, Nathan Hale, what do they say his last words were before he got hung? My only regret is that I have but one life to live. to, from One life to give for my country. And he's like, you know what he, his real last words were right before they hang him? And then it cuts to the guy going, I'm peeing my pants. <laughs> Which, it's so in all fairness, seems yeah. more accurate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I have to say, well, no, because we actually have four deaths in here. Yeah, the old lady, the old man, Bo, and then, sadly, because when, when Lee is looking for the kids... They end up getting cornered yeah, by well, one of the Death Angels who is proceeding yeah, to. This run is after they the escaped from a grain stall and they're hiding in a truck. Which very, very, very clever shooting. <laughs> uh, and I know that you mentioned Jigsaw, and I was like, you know, that could work. And the sad part about it is that's how people die. A lot of people die that way. A lot of people <laughs> like suffocate to death. In grain stalls. Grain stalls. You guys know uh, quicksand? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, that was like... The, the, and that's one of the triggering moments because it's yeah. so real. Mm -hmm. Because your first instinct when you Is fall to try and move everything. and get out. But the more you move, the more you're going to slip. And you're, you're also thinking, you know, when you're in a body of stuff like that, to, to swim. To mimic swimming. It's almost what we... It's almost preconditioned to us if you ever played in a ball pit. <laughs> well, yeah, because your, your first thing is, you know, I'm not going to necessarily be able to grasp mm -hmm. what's here, but yeah. I am going to be able to propel myself up yeah, if exactly. I keep pushing it out of my way. Right. And that, with quicksand, is not what you do. Because it's then too it, small. You slip. Through. It's too small, yeah. And then it ends up like, oh, well, I missed that, and I missed that, and then next thing you know, your you're head's dead. down, and you're, yeah, you're, <laughs> which, worse than drowning. Oh, yeah. 100% worse. I would not want to, like, because drowning is like. At least you pass out. Exactly. With this, it's like you're choking to death, and you can breathe, but barely enough, and it's like, nah, uh-uh, yeah. There, um, there are better ways to die, in my opinion. Which we need to address something. Dying? Okay. Well, existentially. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> Drowning children. Oh. Come what? around, come all. Drowning does not mean death. Oh, okay. Drowning simply means that. You might need to edit that because you started that sentence out with drowning children. Like you were going to make a sweeping statement oh. about it. That that's fair. <laughs> I may or may not edit that out and see how many people get terrified. I love doing this show. Can I just really drive that home? This is the highlight of my week most of the time. All Thank right, you. but continue, Professor. Children drowning, there you which go. still sounds just as bad, but you're addressing children. At least. Children are not drowning. Yeah, you're not. Children of all ages, old and young. Human beings. Human beings drowning. No, this it still sounds working. bad. It still sounds bad. Human Just say drowning. Human Just say beings. Drowning. drowning does not mean dying. It simply means that water or fluid 
has entered your lungs. Yeah, yeah. Suffocation is what kills you. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to say drowning because we are lazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> technically, even though this person did drown in a lake, they technically suffocated to death. Saying that they drowned to death is not technically accurate. I mean, it could be in a sense, but, you know, whatever. We're humans. At this point, we're not going to be correcting. My God, that was an, that. that's going to be an editing nightmare for you. I might not just. I, I might just leave it in there for this one thing. It's my birthday. Yeah, I get to say it. screw it. Yeah, I guess. Like um, you just did. No. Um. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, because um, Marcus falls into the grain stall, and then she gets him out and almost. Well, she tries to get in there, but we end up having one of the death angels crawl on top and smack one of the. Uh, panels off is one of the how hatches the other one happened yeah the hatches oh yeah ends up knocking one of those down and he fell through yeah so he then crawls on top and or grabs... no, he fell through and then the thing almost hit him <laughs> yeah so then they both uh reagan and uh why am i drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden marcus marcus <laughs> reagan and marcus it's the easiest name like Bo, reagan evelyn lee marcus can't they just... Can we have one guy named Jeff? Like, even in 2, like, the main... The new, like, lead male, his name is Emmett. And I'm like, no one has these names. I have they're, never met an Evelyn in my white, goddamn life. They're white people in an apocalyptic they countryside. Really are. They're very they're white They're very people. white. Very smart I've never white met a Reagan, people. either. Can I just state that? Like... I have met a girl named Reagan. Oh, you like to brag, huh? That was weird. <laughs> well, it's like I'm not saying anybody with the name Reagan is weird, but they did no, not. They did I'm not, not look either. Like I'm a, just saying it's not a common name. No, they're not it's common not names. Mo- but they also didn't look like a Reagan. You that, know what I learned is a very common name, Abby. I know like twelve. <laughs> well, they all spell their names uniquely, like Sabrina. Like I know Fla- one Abby that spells it A B B E Y, A B B Y, A B B E E. It's it's. Yeah. It's, it's weird, man. Some people just don't know how to have children. Okay, so... <laughs> I did, there's just, like, so many... I like my name. It's very basic. Yeah. Noah. And I don't even like hearing my own name yeah. a majority of the time. Exactly. I've met a few Noahs. I've met a lot of Ashleys. I have an ex that's named Ashley. Stop bragging. I'm not bragging. I just have one They are ex. a nice person. I wish we could have them on the show. Uh, we'll talk about relationship stuff another time, because I just had a thought, and that would take two hours to get no, through. Let, so let, quiet just, place. Just say this. Let's let's say this. If we did some of these movies, because yeah. she has a Texas accent. Oh, God. She's from Texas. Come on! That'd be fun no, to have somebody with an It would accent. be fun. It would be fun. I'm just saying, like, I... I have too many bad experiences with too many relatives from Texas. Oh. So anytime anyone says Texas, I'm like, Ugh. All my exes live in Texas. Well, now we're going to get sued. Nice. We can't even monetize this. Yeah. So Man. anyway, um, Lee finds them hiding in a truck afterwards. Yeah, into which uh, one of the Death Angels crawls onto one of the roof shacks of like the little... Well, it's because... It's because, yeah, it's crawling around, and Lee has an axe and gets stabbed, and then the son yells, Dad, so now it's crawling under the under the roof of the truck, right? Yeah, after basically bitch slaps him across. He's mortally wounded. Yeah, so then in which he says his goodbyes. Well, he says to the girl, I love you, I've always loved you, and then he screams. And to then, save his children. Yep, and then the kid who's in the truck puts it in like neutral, neutral no, he takes rolls. off the brake he I takes think. it off the parking brake so it just rolls and it's like a far and, cry and evelyn sees it because cameras yeah and so she's she and reagan had the very unfortunate and terrible uh viewing experience of seeing the person that they love of their family being ripped apart the son sees it too yeah but bar- not really actually no he's tucked down under the seat yeah having like basically a mental breakdown yeah yeah um, but so then once they get back into the basement with Evelyn, um, the thing comes in there and she realizes cause she figured out before that her hearing aid thing scared one of them off 
because it's at such a high frequency. So she messes with it to make it do it again, and it starts freaking out, and then she puts it on a PA speaker, and it freaks. It almost starts smoking the thing. Have you ever seen, it like, like, makes... He has, like... Because he has that helmet-separating thing on his head, and it makes it just, like, yeah, like limp down. Yeah, yeah, so they basically straight open. Yeah. Because he goes into sensory overload, and it's like... Yeah. Shut up! And then Emily Blunt shoots him in the face with a shotgun, and then we see a bunch more show, like running. At There's them. about five or six that are just like too many, you know. too many. Persons. So then we get Reagan like, all right, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go, bitches. and she just and then the shotgun. And then it's credits. Yeah, which definitely warranted a sequel. I was like, let's get this ball rolling. Time to kill. Credits. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I saw it coming from a mile away though. All right, like, let's kill all of them. Credits. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you're gonna. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Uh, this is not really a spoiler, but Monster Hunter is gonna do something just like that. Oh, like a final like let's do it. They're about to do it, and they start doing, it and then because I know the thing in Monster Hunter, they come by some runes and they enter their world, which is a trope that I hate, but. From what you said, apparently it works. They actually, with Monster Hunter, they did very, very well. Cool. I I mean, it's got Tony Jaw in it, so I'm excited about it. You know, it's got... T.I. Uh, and... M- M- my, M- Mila Jovovich. Mila, yeah, her husband is the one directing it. He also Are they still the Evil Dead together? Movie. Yeah. Or Resident Evil, sorry, not Evil Dead. I, thought, I knew they were together during that. I thought they weren't together anymore. No, they're still together. Are they? Okay. No, so they, uh... To my knowledge. But yeah, okay. But this... This movie is so different compared to some of the others. So it is definitely, undoubtedly... Good. Just worth a watch at least once. With an open mind. Uh, turn on your surround sound. Don't get some popcorn or eat it very quietly. Turn on your surround sound. Shut, Shut the, the hell up. up. <laughs> yeah. And really, if you want to experience it like a theater, you really just have to shut the hell up and let it take you. Yeah. Let it immerse you into the world. And that is honestly what made this movie so good. Is it really brought you into the world with both sound and visuals. True, true, true. So, I think, without further ado, yeah. that was my absolute favorite movie. Happy birthday, birthday boy. Happy birthday, birthday boy. Thank you. You're 20. How do you feel? <laughs> Alright. Old, I guess. You are. Um. Great. Now I'm going to have to count down the days. Great. Um. <laughs> Um, That's fine. I mean, we know I wasn't going to last long on this show. Uh, <laughs> Without further ado, that has been the thing, Shoemaker. He's that has. I'm a person. You need to go to bed. He's no sweeto. And this has been filmed here, Tom. I'm a hit. So long. Bye.